All right, so I'm watching uh, Joe Rogan and Sean Carroll because I heard after the fact that supposedly his book is really good on quantum mechanics. And so here he is trying to explain the multi-universe theory, how um, you're trying to witness something not just in one state or another, but in like a superposition where it's in both states at once. And he's trying to explain the, <clears throat> the theory of a multiverse, which is really, really silly because, and this proves it to me, right? So this is supposedly one of the, the foremost experts on quantum theory. And him hearing, it, honestly, he almost gave up a couple times because it's pretty obvious that the this is sorry the a theory that he holds um, to be the best theory for explaining why we can only ever see it in one state, not in in uh, in a superposition. Um, and so he's trying to explain this like so you see it in both uh, all the positions. You witness it in all the positions. So there's a you that witnesses it, and he's saying in, in their uh, testing facility, you see it go left, you see it go right. So I actually say it's simpler than that. There isn't multiple versions of us in the sense of the way we see it. The universe itself, and he actually even explained that, there is actual conventional. So I'm going to go back to Buddhist science, and it really does, and you can even read the Dalai Lama and his um, the universe in a, in a single atom, what have you. I mean, the, what it boils down to is our experience of the universe, what we consider to be reality, is actually so too... It's actually in a superposition itself. Our perception of reality is in a superposition. It is at once fake, but also real. It is once fantasy, but also physics, reality. It is unreal, but it's also real. And what does that mean? What do I mean by that? So it's the exact same thing. So at the same time, you are you, but you're not you. Everything, like he was talking about entanglement, everything's entangled. So just like um, when he's talking about these particles react predictably one way when not observed, but then when observed, react unpredictably. So here's what I'm saying. This is the universe. So, like I said, on two sides for us, we either perceive it as a snapshot, right? Because, as he says, I mean, we're a, a quantum creature ourselves. So we both have to freeze frame in the present. Boom. We get a snapshot. Right? You don't see it in superposition because we have to drop out of superposition to see that. You're observing the reality. 
almost like in a Buddhist uh, belief uh, idea that, you know, grasping, attaining, you know, uh, witnessing, you know, um, uh, coveting. So there's that position where just the witnessing itself, two quantum um, existences have to come into, uh, drop out of superposition to be able to be observed, freeze frame. So it's not just it's not just so much you witnessing. It's your collection of atoms. So if you think of it exactly like this, electrons and protons. And, so you don't actually witness this. It's your eyes, your ears, your senses, what have you. They tell you. So you either choose to go with a particular reality. So if something's in a superposition, that's one thing. But if it can be both at once, you choose what you're going to see by dropping out of superposition yourself, witnessing it, logging it in, then you're telling your eyes this is what you want to see, right? Because your eyes don't know what to show you when there is so much to be seen. It goes to my theory that enlightenment itself, the enlightenment experience itself, is just um, utilizing more of our abilities. Like I said, how we, we actually operate in a superposition ourselves. So our mind exists, but it doesn't exist. Our mind, the way we conventionally see it, doesn't exist. It's a manifestation of our own delusion. Our natural state is to be more powerful beyond this confusion. So this enlightenment experience is to use more of what we think to be the brain, but in reality, I say what we're doing is opening uh, the doors to perception. I know that's a title of a book or something. I'm, I don't mean to steal it, but that's what I'm talking about here. We argue that we only perceive a portion of the universe because we couldn't handle it. I argue, I posit, that um, perceiving all of influx, all, um, what do you call it, um, all uh, ephemera, all dharma, all phenomena, perceiving everything, emotions and sights and sounds and everything, perceiving it all at once, right, is the experience. And if you talk to anyone who's had an enlightenment experience, that's kind of the way they'll put it across. But I mean, obviously, it's near impossible to, to put across. I mean, just think of, you know, like when you go somewhere really beautiful and enjoy it, like say, you know, uh, an eagle flying over a beautiful valley and all the beautiful mist over the trees. And, you know, it's a metaphysical experience. I mean, uh, what it's this morning I said, um, if you think you can explain what a strawberry looks like, how it feels, it smells and tastes. You can have 10 or 12 or, you know, 100 people tell you what it feels and smells and tastes like. But the only way to truly experience it is to actually, you know, eat it yourself. Bite into it. Smell it yourself. Touch it and taste it yourself. Which would be the same for a satori or an enlightenment experience. The only way to truly experience it is to experience it. 
So that's what I'm talking about here. If our natural state is to see everything at once, to be Buddha, the unborn mind, where we see everything in its superposition because we're in our natural state, the superposition itself. But what I'm relating this to is the same idea. If matter is in, or can be, I mean, this is what I say are, is our limited understanding. I say that it is always in a superposition, same as us. But we have to drop out of superposition to look, observe um, this matter. We observe it in a left or a right, going up, left, down, whatever. We see it in a particular state. Because, as I said, we had to drop out of our own, um, you know, multi-state position, our superposition, to be able to see this. So, um, so the multiverse idea is not, there's 15 of you. No. You naturally can experience everything all at once. And he does talk about that how the quantum theory talks and, you know. So you experience it all, but what do you attach to? Right? And it actually is a perfect way to explain what we're actually going for when it comes to, uh, to Buddhist thought. We're actually trying to be observant. But what are we observing? We're not observing the left or right state of a particle. We want to see it in its, in its super state, its hyper-multi-position um, state. Same as us. So we want to not witness, but we want to unexperience the reality that we currently attached to and believed to be our proper position but our superposition is buddha nature the unborn mind which um pre predates i hate to say predates but it does <clears throat> cause and effect we're born because we wanted to live and we're we're ignorant and and believe this to be and it's the same thing. So we believe a particle can be in superposition. I mean, it's like quantum computing, right? It can be one, it can be a zero, it can be both. But it's our dualistic mind that think, well, okay, it can, it's both, but it's... No, we see it one way because we can only see it one way because we are living in this reality, this dualistic reality, which is black or white, yes or no. So we don't truly see gray, right? When we look at a shade of gray, we're seeing the black and the white. Even if it's mixed together, we're not seeing reality for what it is. If we were to see reality for what it is, we would see something in its superposition. I argue that this measurement quandary in quantum theory proves Buddhist enlightenment theory. And I've already supported that with what I've been talking about, but 
Let's go over it again. So the fact that we're looking for some sort of multiverse theory to explain why we know something can be not just black or white, but can be both at once. A superposition. Not left, not right, but both. But when we observe it, we only see it in one position. We never see the superposition. So that's why I argue that proves that what we consider to be reality is our own ignorance. Our superposition is the unborn mind that sees all, not just the left and the right, but also the superposition of both at the same time. Out.